praise and thank God. I have once again the opportunity to share the word of God with brothers and sisters. As we can see, um, the forest fire smoke is starting to come in. And not far from here, uh, there's a forest fires going on. So it's uh, truly a blessing that we were able to come uh, and worship on this Sabbath day. So so真的感谢神让我们能够在安息聚集在会堂里来敬拜神。所以，cherish uh, it's what you think you know for sure, but it's not true. Yeah. We can think to our own experiences in life. Uh, how many times have you been in uh, heated arguments uh, with other people? Where you're arguing one thing and the other person is arguing another. Yeah, it's a constant back and forth trying to convince the other person of what you think. And naturally, both people think that they are right because that's why they're arguing. And in these situations, it often causes us to become very emotional. It becomes no longer about setting uh, the record straight. Or discovering the truth. It becomes about preserving your ego and make sure you're not losing the argument. And we'll say whatever just so that you don't lose. And then if you've ever been in this situation, you know that one of the worst feelings in the world is when you find out that you're wrong. The person pulls out their phone and then they search on Wikipedia to prove that you're wrong. And then you feel like there's nowhere to hide. Yeah, if only you had been more humble about it. Yeah, from the start, you could have said that you're not sure about this. Or I just don't know the answer. You could have saved yourself from a lot of humiliation. But instead, you get sucked into this argument and you argue it aggressively. Until you're backed into a corner. But when the dust settles, you later think to yourself, uh, why did you even put yourself in this situation? 
我们为什么刚开始要跟人家吵成这样呢？Why did you let the your ego get the better of you？为什么把这个自我呢放得这么大呢？为了就是为了争个面子。Now you don't win anything if you win the argument。那么就算你的面子争回来了，那又怎么样？其实赢不了什么事情。And I think we've all uh, discovered that we do these things because of a person's pride。我们都知道，打心里面我们都清楚了解，也不过就是因为自己的一个自尊在里面作祟啊。As humans are inherently proud。因为呢，人是一个骄傲的动物。We like to act like we know everything, and we don't like to admit that when we are wrong.在我们的表现、日常表现当中，我们都觉得自己知道一切。我们不想让人家看低，说我们不知道一些事情。We feel most comfortable when we're knowledgeable and in control.因为呢，当我们有掌握在我们的掌握之内的事情呢，我们总觉得是最舒服的。And this causes us to pursue this. Causes our actions to pursue this feeling. 那么这样的感觉呢？事实上，在每一天的生活当中，我们都一直追求这样的感觉。And in today's modern world, this is actually considered a good thing. 那么在今天这个世界里面呢，这样的一个态度呢，也许是对的。Because a person's pride and natural ability can lead a person very far in life. 因为一个人自我的骄傲、自我的肯定呢，事实上可以把自己的前途造得非常的明亮。A society promotes the strong and assertive type. 因为在现在的社会里面呢，特别准许，也特别提倡这样的一个心态。Self-confidence is a must to distinguish yourself from other people. 因为当一个人非常有自信的时候，在众人当中就非常出色。And as these type of people, they can get through most of their life without ever being exposed or challenged. 因为这个社会教诉我们，有自信的人就能够非常的成功，不见得不会遇到失败。You can find that they talk their way out of anything. 你会发现这样的人呢，很喜欢说话，而且都能够按照自己的意思来掌控一切。But as a Christian, 但是身为基督徒呢，We know that pride is this silent sin that we commit. 圣经告诉我们说，骄傲是一个无声的罪恶在我们的心里面。We know it's bad, so that's why we try to hide it. 我们知道这样的罪是不正确的，所以我们试着把它掩盖起来。We try not to let other peoples know. 我们常常不想让人家看到自己有骄傲的一面。Sometimes we even deceive ourselves into thinking that we're not proud. 那么甚至有时候会自己欺骗自己，觉得说我很谦卑，我不骄傲啊。But there's one person that cannot be fooled. 但是呢，我们绝对骗不了另外一个人。That person is God. 这个人就是我们的神。he can see through our deepest thoughts and feelings. 因为我们的神能够看透我们的心思意念啊。But yet, knowing this, we still struggle with pride every day in our life. 但是就算我们知道神会看透我们的心思意念,但是我们常常会犯上这样的错误。So today, for our mutual encouragement, I'd like to share this topic of God opposes the proud. 今天用这样的一个主题,神阻挡骄傲的人跟大家一起来互相学习。So that we can better understand why we should overcome our egos and pride. 让我们很深刻从圣经当中能够了解到为什么我们要阻挡住自己的 and it's not just to avoid arguments with other people. 不是单单只是外表不跟人家吵架，不跟人家这个这个造成一些误会而已。It's actually because God opposes the proud. 我们必须要从心里面了解，因为圣经告诉我们，神阻挡骄傲的人。Let's start by opening our Bibles to the book of Proverbs, chapter sixteen. 我们首先先看圣经，也就是真真言的十六章第五节。Proverbs chapter sixteen, verse five.真言的第十六章的第五节。Verse 5. Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. So here in Proverbs paints a very clear picture for each and every one of us here today. Those who are found with pride within their heart, 
They are like an abomination in the Lord's eyes. And no matter what a person does in their life to try to hide it or remedy it. 那么，不论这个人试着要掩盖自己心内的内心的骄傲，或是挽，或是挽回自己心内心的骄傲。And the example here is that even if you join forces with other people，那么这边告诉我们，虽然联手哦，now all attempts to try to cover up this pride will be will be pointless。也就是试着要掩盖自己心里的骄傲呢，事实上是没有用的了。In the end, if you're found to have pride in your heart, you will not escape punishment. 那么这里告诉我们很简单的一个结论，心理骄傲的就不免受罚。As I mentioned earlier, pride is almost like a silent and hidden sin. 刚才我们提到了，一个人的骄傲的心就好像一个非常无无声的罪一样。Sometimes it's hard for others to detect. 有时候别人看不出来。And even harder for ourselves to recognize. 甚至有时候连自己都看不出来。But nevertheless, it's something that we need to deal with. 但是呢，这样的这样的罪呢，在我们的心里面，我们必须要面对啊。Because abomination means to be disgusted and hated.这边说到为主所憎恶，也就是主，也就是我们的主呢，最憎恨、最厌恶的事情。So let's take a look at Proverbs chapter sixteen, verse eighteen.我们请看同样一章的第十八节。Proverbs chapter sixteen, verse eighteen.同样一章第十六章的第十八节。Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. So what is the punishment for pride? 这里告诉我们说，骄傲的惩罚是什么？It will lead to our destruction. 这里告诉我们说，将会败坏啊。Verse eighteen goes on to say that a haughty spirit. 那十八节呢？继续这么说，狂心呢？Yeah, it comes before the fall. 那么在跌倒之前呢？So the meaning of this is arrogant, superior, and disdainful. 所以告诉我们说，自我的膨胀，自自我觉得自己不错的情况，事实上是危险的。so if we do not deal with our pride and our arrogant ways, it will only lead to us falling. So today I'd like to share three points on how to overcome and reconcile our pride. So the first point I'd like to share, do not be proud on account of your beauty. So let's take a look at the, the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 14. Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 14. You are the anointed cherub who covers, I establish you. You are on the holy mountain of God. You walk back and forth in the midst of the fiery stones. 15. You are perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. 16. By the abundance of your trading, you become filled with violence within, and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you. O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. 17. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that you might gaze at you. So here actually records the story of Satan and how he was cast out of heaven by God. So in the beginning, he was once an anointed cherub in heaven. But just not just a regular cherub. It mentioned that he's anointed. So which means he actually had a higher position than all of the other cherubs. 
So he existed along with uh, angels uh, who were made to serve God in heaven. And all of them were created perfect in God's eyes. They had very specific uh, purposes uh, to constantly bring, bring glory and praise God. Uh, no attention or or uh, no, yeah, no attention was supposed to be brought to them. They should just serve as a vessel. Uh, but, but the Bible explains in this particular anointed cherub's case. Over time, iniquity was found within his heart. In verse 17, it says that his heart was lifted up because of his beauty. And his wisdom became corrupted because of his splendor. So a lifted up heart is another way of saying he became proud. So when Satan had become aware of his beauty and his splendor, he now found himself opposed to God because of the pride. Because we know that God opposes the proud. So this uh, anointed cherub had now become an abomination in the sight of the Lord. And he can no longer serve in the presence of the Lord. Even though he was created perfect. And this is why he was cast out of heaven down to earth. So this anointed cherub was given extraordinary gifts for the purpose of serving God. Great beauty, wisdom, and adornment. Uh, but the second this cherub uh, started to notice its own beauty. And think about how good he was. And then this led to his downfall. He started to use uh, the gift that God gave him to serve and glorify himself. He ignored the purpose of glorifying God. And this story uh, shares very similarities in our own faith. Like this anointed cherub, we were also established and saved by the grace of God. And when we come to know the truth, and we're supposed to put down our old life. We pick up the, the cross to serve God. And you're supposed to bring glory and praise to the Heavenly Father. They say that uh, people who are born uh, beautifully or beautiful or are naturally attractive, they say that they have a much easier life. 
那么大家的评论都是说，像这样的人呢，生活会非常的容易。They can find jobs easier, and their wages tend to be higher. 那么在工作当中比较容易找到工作，他们的薪水会比一般人都高一些。And likewise with people who inherit a lot of money from their parents. 同样的，当一个一个小孩子从父母亲拿到了许多的资产。Both of those people are very fortunate. To be born into a very advantageous situation. 换句话呢，这样的人呢，在在一般人的眼里面呢，他们等于是含着金汤匙出生的人。They were fortunate enough to be given these gifts and born into their families. 他们可以说非常的幸运，因为生长在这样的家庭里。But it's through no actions of their own. 但是呢，他们不需要自己的努力。So where the problem comes in? 那么问题在哪儿呢? Is when they start to act arrogant and it's as if they earn those things. 那么当他们以这样的从天生就有的一个资产呢，把它放在心里面变成一种高傲之后。I think one of those examples is when children inherit money from their parents. 比如说给大家一个一个一个例子，比如说有些有些小朋友，有些小孩子呢，因为家里非常的有钱。And then they wind up buying expensive luxury items. 那么这样的年轻人当他长大之后呢，他就用用着家里的钱呢，开始买一些比较昂贵奢侈品。And then they post it on social media and and they want to show off. 那在一些社交媒体上面就会看到他们非常的展现自己的这个有钱的程度。That's likened to taking the glory of somebody else's hard work. 那么这样的动作其实也就是把别人辛苦努力的成果呢，变成自己的展现在别人面前。Like you are the one who earned it. 就好像自己。I think in Vancouver we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young people here. In Vancouver, we can see that there's many expensive cars driven by young at a Bible verse. Galatians chapter six verse three. Galatians chapter six verse three. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. So today we need to reflect carefully upon ourselves. Do we think more highly of ourselves than we ought to? 我们是不是常常把自己看得比自己的位置更高了？So like this anointed cherub, we have been created and saved for a greater purpose.就好像刚才我们所提到的，以西结束所提到的这个瘦高的基路伯，他们之所以会被创造，是有是有一个更大的目的。Everything that we have today is actually given through the mercy of God.今天我们所有拥有的一切都是因为神的恩典、神的慈爱给我们的。Our health. Our intelligence, our careers, and even our families. Our children, our very abilities to serve in the church and do holy work. It's because of our effort and ability. And if we start to believe that, believe that, then pride has entered our heart. And if we start to take credit for God's grace, 
then uh, you're stealing from God. Yeah. All that we have and all of our beauty is from God. So we should have a grateful heart. Not boastful. So point number two. More grace is given to the humble. Let's once again open our Bibles to the book of James. James chapter 4, verse 6. Verse But he gives more grace. Therefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So here we can see the contrast that God has laid out for his children. So on one end, God will give even more grace to those who are found to be humble in heart. He will bless and abide with the humble in their daily lives. But on the opposite end of that spectrum, if God sees that there's no humility in one's heart, and he finds pride, Someone who thinks higher of themselves than they should. Then God will stop sending his grace. He will no longer bless and he will no longer abide. But if those things were not bad enough, Pride will actually cause God to actively start resisting and working against you. Yeah, so in verse 6, it's like he opposes you now. So hopefully, as many of us who are long-time Christians, uh, hopefully we have been able to learn and appreciate just how precious uh, the grace of God is. And actually how necessary it is. Yeah. To understand that without God's grace, it would be detrimental to our daily life and spiritual. I think many of us have heard uh, Many testimonies over the years from our fellow brothers and sisters. And most of these testimonies is about how the, the grace of God has affected their life. That can be from increasing their faith. Or protecting them or their families in time of danger. Or even themselves or their family members to come to know the truth and be saved. So they testify that before receiving the grace of God, they encounter problems which seem impossible to overcome. But after receiving the grace of God, suddenly their impossible problems have been solved. 
So even though some many of us have experienced it or have heard of these examples, we still often find ourselves taking the grace of God for granted. We find ourselves not valuing it or cherishing it. And we're not actively trying to pursue more grace. You can ask yourself, how many times do you count your blessings? Uh, when's the last time you thank God for keeping uh, you and your family safe? It's unfortunate it's only when something bad happens or when the grace is taken away do we really understand how important it is. Without the grace of God we are truly nothing. At the most basic level, we would not even be here today in the chapel. Uh, no chance to hear the, the gospel of salvation and re- receive eternal life. Yeah. So we can uh, look to a story in the Bible. About a person who understood uh, how important it is to seek the grace of God. And this person actually should not have received uh, the grace of God. It's only through his humility. God was able to overlook his shortcomings. And this story illustrates to us the importance of a a humble heart in God's eyes. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Luke chapter 18. Luke chapter 18, verse 10. Verse 10. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector, verse 11. Uh, the Pharisee uh, stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like the other people, robbers, evildoers, and adulterers, or even like the tax collector, 12. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get, 13. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but he beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner, 14. I tell you, this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So Jesus shares here a parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. And both, both of these men went to the temple of God to pray. And this Pharisee, he actually went there and, and he also fasted. Uh, and offered a tenth of his uh, income to God. And what he did is actually a, a commendable action because it's recorded in the Bible to do these things. Yeah, but this Pharisee, he could not help himself. Uh, he would have been better off if he just stopped right there. 
but out of pride, he felt he needed to look at other people as well. He wants to look down at people and compare. Yeah, he wanted to judge other people by saying, uh, you know, look at, look at this, the other robbers, evildoers, and adulterers. If, if only this Pharisee just had a little, little bit more humbleness in his heart. He too would have received grace like this tax collector. Uh, but instead he became an enemy of God. Actually, both the Pharisee and the, the tax collector, they're both sinners. It happened that this Pharisee, his son, his sin was much greater because of his pride. The tax collector is actually a very hated person. And in the Bible, it represents uh, some of the worst people, the worst of the worst. But despite all of this lying and cheating, uh, this tax collector had one redeeming quality. He was uh, able to lower himself and express some humility. And because of this uh, one redeeming fact, a lot of his uh, wrongdoings were, be, were, be, were able to be overlooked. And he was able to receive more grace than this uh, Pharisee. Today for us, we, we also, all of us, fall into the sinner category. So the thing that we can learn the most from this tax collector and what we need to take away from him is his attitude. Yeah, both the Pharisee and tax collector should not have received grace from God. And actually their fate should be condemnation. But because of this, uh, his humility, accepting that he was a sinner and crying out for mercy, his humbleness was recognized by God. Thus granting him grace from his sins. So today, all of us rely on grace and mercy. To survive. Every day we sin and it gets recorded in the book of life. And when we die, it needs to be accounted for. And so if you have to answer for all of these things without mercy and grace, I think it will be very uh, difficult, if not impossible, to answer. So today we need to understand how important it is to have humility. 
一个谦卑的心，我们应该都要有的。So point number three，第三点，do uh, not think you are as wise as God。那么不要以不要以自己跟神来做比较。Let's open our Bibles to the book of Ezekiel。我们再看回以西结。Ezekiel uh, chapter twenty-eight。以西结书二十八章。Verse thus says the Lord, because you have set your heart as the heart of a God。so this is a, a warning uh, from Prophet Ezekiel spoken to the king of Tyre. 我们看到以西结先知讲了第六节这句话,事实上是罪的推罗的君王讲的。And this king was known uh, for building large amounts of wealth for himself. 推罗这个君王事实上是非常强盛的君王,也就是他为自己建立了很多王国非常的有财富。And uh, he built this wealth uh, by exploiting his neighbors. 那么他从他从隔壁的邻国呢抢夺回来，并且征服了邻国。And historians refer to this king as an unscrupulous merchant. 那么在这样在历史学家里面说，推罗这个君王，这个国王啊，事实上是一个没有良心的商人了。So uh, he was very proud of his own wicked ways. 他非常心里骄傲，骄傲什么呢？他骄傲自己这个非常的狡猾。uh, about his ability to conduct dirty business. Uh, another translation uh, from NIV. 那么从另外一本的, uh, for uh, Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 6. It, it says, because you think you are as wise as wise as a God. 你觉得跟神一样聪明吗？So this king of Tyre has a lot of faith in himself and his ways.所以推罗这个君王，哈，推罗王呢，事实上非常有自信呐。Therefore, his ego was puffed up and he was full of pride.因此，他的自我呢，就逐渐提高到最后变成一个骄傲的人。Thought he was as wise as God because of his own evil methods allowed him to become very successful.因为他的高傲跟他的能力跟他的诡诈呢，他觉得他跟神一样聪明。And because of the results, he he no longer needs to rely on God.因为这样的想法呢，因此他不再靠神了。So when you you become uh when you rely on yourself, uh you grow more and more confident.当一个人只靠自己的时候呢。Anytime you, you face a, a situation in your life, you first look to your own intelligence and experience.这样的人，当我们碰到问题的时候，常常会觉得要靠自己的智慧跟能力来解决自己面对的问题。Why yeah, why need to consult God?为什么要为什么要向神祷告？And this type of uh, pride makes us very blind to our own faults and shortcomings.那么这样的骄傲呢，常常会遮蔽我们的心眼，遮蔽我们看仰望神的能力。We feel that we we're very invincible and we know everything.我们觉得自己是不能被摧毁的，觉得自己了不起了。And we can no no longer make mistakes.那么我们这样子永远是过不了神的那一关了。And then in your own mind, you have become just like God.那么在心里面，甚至会觉得自己跟神一样的平等了。And we know as as Christians. If we're unable to admit our own faults, and you just always self-reliant on your own capabilities, that's a recipe for disaster. Uh, so at work, one of the reoccurring trainings that I have to take every few years. 在我的工作当中呢，有这样的一个训练，也就是每一年都、每几年都会有这样的一个训练。It's a course about communication.那么这样什么样的训练呢？也就是跟人家沟通的训练。How to effectively communicate with your fellow coworkers？能够非常有效。
而且簡單的與你的同事溝通。So you don't have any misunderstandings or miscommunications.為了就是要避免在同事當中這個同同僚當中的一個錯誤跟誤會。Otherwise that can lead to an accident.因為呢,這樣的錯誤跟誤會呢常常會造成公司一個最大損害。And one of the things it covers is about the attitude you should have when you try to communicate with others.那麼這個訓練課程當中有一節就講到說如何用什麼樣的態度來跟對方溝通。When someone is trying to talk to you, uh, um, when they're trying to explain something to you, uh, you should have your full attention set on what this person is actually trying to tell you. Where things can go wrong is that before the person is finished explaining to you, in your own mind, you've already come to your own conclusion. You think you know what they are going to say. And in your mind, you fill in the blanks. And so you stop listening. 因此呢，我们不会再听对方说话。Or you feel that the other person, what the other person is saying, is not relevant.或是呢，你觉得对方的话呢，太多废话了，根本没有关系的。So you just ignore it without listening.所以他在讲什么呢，我们就不再听了，也就忽略他讲的事实。And then the worst case is，啊，最糟糕的，啊，is halfway through what you're listening, you're already thinking about what to say to argue back with your response.哦，当我们听到对方讲到一半的时候，我们已经准备好台词呢，待会要来反驳这个人了。Yeah. So if a person thinks they already know everything, and their way is always better, then the communication breaks down. And this also applies in our faith. If we think we're as wise as God, if we think we know what's better for ourselves, what should and shouldn't happen in our life, then we'll have a heart that never wants to listen to what God has to say. Why you have to ask God? You already know the answer. Yeah, when God asks us to wait, we won't wait because we want to listen to ourselves. Now, when God tells us to stop, but we think we should go, then we go. I think a quick test we can ask ourselves. When we pray, how do we pray? So when you close your eyes, you just start telling God about the things you need done. Please fix my health. Please protect me. Yeah, I need a better job or I pray for my happiness. I think most of the time we're just telling God what we think and what we like. It's like trying to educate God on what needs to happen in our life. When's the last time we prayed and said to God, what is it that you want to tell me? Or what do you want me to do? I think Job was a perfect example of someone who thought they knew more than they actually did. And when he encountered suffering in his life, and he didn't understand why illness befell him. 
在他的面前所发生的一切事情，他的家人所发生的一切事情，他不明白。He thought he he thought he was a blameless man. 因为他总是认为我是远离恶事的人啊。And he was. 啊，确实他是远离恶事。Joe Joe Joe felt that he didn't deserve it. 约伯觉得说自己不应该得到这样的一个惩罚。And during his suffering, he he questioned God in front of his friends. 在他过这样的生活的这样困难的日子的时候，他事实上跟他的朋友这么说。In his heart, he felt that God had neglected him. 他的心里面告诉他的朋友，他告诉他的朋友说，神真的忽略了我啊。And it has to be because of God's neglect for him to be suffering. 因为呢，就是因为神忽略了我，所以我今天遇到这样的问题。In Job's mind, there's no other possibilities. 所以在约伯的想法当中呢，绝对没有其他理由，就是只有神。没有看中我了，因此呢，他决定他自己判断神就是这样想的。因此呢，他在这样的情况之下，心里面已经认为我跟神的想法是一样的。但是我们看神怎么说。我们请看约伯记，三十八章第一节，第一节。Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, verse two. 第二节 ，Who is uh who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Three. 三节 ，Now prepare yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. Four. 四节 ，Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Five. 第五节 ，Who determines its measurement? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? Six. To what were its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstone? Seven. When the morning stars sang together, all the sons of God shouted for joy. Eight. Or who shut the sea's door when it burst forth and issued from the womb? So, so as Job is questioning God and God's good nature. 我们看到哈、哦，约伯在问神了，那神就叫他看这个。Yeah, God, God finally answered Job. 那么神在三十八章呢，最后真的向约伯说话了。And God replies, "Who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge?" 神给约伯的第一个回答就是在第二节，谁用无知的言语使我的旨意暗昧不明啊 ？I think God proceeds to ask Job. Was he there when the foundation of the earth was formed? Then, 紧接下来，神举了好多的例子，说我在立大地根基的时候，你约伯在哪里 ？Who determines all the measurements from the sea to the sky to land? 当神在定立所有地的尺度的时候，你又在哪里 ？Verse six says that were you there when the foundations were fastened? 第六节，他更问约伯，地的根基在安置何处的时候？脚石放在哪里的时候，那你约伯在哪里 ？And it goes on for for several chapters.、Uh, God asks him many questions. 我们看到从这章开始，连续几章哈，神真的问约伯一堆的问题。Of course,、uh, Job has no answer. 我们看到约伯哑口无言了，没有办法回答神了。So what did he have to do? 所以他该怎么做呢 ？Let's open to Job,、uh, the book of Job, chapter forty-two. 我们请看四十二章。Job chapter forty-two, verse five. 约伯四十二章五节。Verse five. 第五节。I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Verse six. 第六节 Therefore I abhor myself, and I repent in dust and ashes. So that now that God had finally revealed His almightiness to Job. 在这个时候呢，章节快结束的时候，我们看到神终于让约伯知道为什么这样的事情了。It left him speechless. 然后让约伯真的哑口无语啊，没办法回答了。All he could do was stay silent, and then. 
immediately repent. 那么这个时候，他唯一能做的事情就是保持安静，并且懊悔啊。God existed before the creation of the universe. 也就是他面对的这位神是在这个地球、这个宇宙还没有产生之前的那位神啊。And God will be there long after the end of it. 那么神会从那个时候一直到永远啊。Everything on earth. Past, present, and future. So, 不论是过去、今天以及未来 ，God was there and He knows everything. 那么神从头到尾呢都在那个地方，而且他知道所有的事情。And if we truly believe God is the creator of everything, 今天如果从我们心里面就认定而且相信这一位创造宇宙万物的神 ，But yet we still sometimes think that we know better than God. 但是我们有时候从心里面觉得自作聪明啊，觉得跟神一样聪明啊。We still think that we know what the recipe for success in life is. 我们总觉得自己的成功是自己创造出来，从我一手造成的话。We still prioritize hard work. 那么我们也我们在我们的在我们的生活当中呢，把神放在后面了。Yeah, and we think dedication to our work and study is the key. 那么我会觉得说呢，努力读书，努努力工作是我工作的最大目标啊。Yeah, even if that means neglecting worshiping and serving God. 那么这样的态度常常会忽略了神的存在。So and like this king and likened to this king of Tyre. 那么就好像刚才我们讲到的这个示罗的君王啊 ，We think we know better because we're proud at heart。就好像示罗君王，他觉得他知道一切的事情，因此心中骄傲。But we would be wise to be like Job。那么我们必须要学的像谁？像约伯一样，要学会聪明的人啊。To understand that we're nothing compared to God。那么跟神比较，我们其实是什么都不是。So in conclusion， 所以最后 ，We learn that God opposes the proud。我们都知道，神是主阻挡骄傲的人。And those who are proud is like an abomination。那么，在神的面前，骄傲的人是神所憎恶的。And will be cast out if we do not address this pride。如果今天如果我们不调整心态的话，有一天会被神所舍弃的。We must know that everything is from God。我们都必须要清楚了解，凡事从神而来。And we should not be proud so that we can receive more grace。我们不要因为骄傲，要因为谦卑。能够领受更多的恩典。And we should not think we're wiser than God. 我们更不要认为自己跟神一样聪明啊。Thank God, am I sharing here? 感谢神，正直到此。Power and glory to our Lord Jesus. 愿一切的能力恩典归于神天上的真神。Lastly, let's rise up and sing hymn praise 437. 我们继续来唱诗四百三十七首。